Welcome to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, business, and manifestation mentor, and I'm known as the Thrive Queen. This podcast is where we talk about sex, health, spirituality, business, and living life on your own terms. My clients are go-getters, action-takers, and do not settle for anything other than living a fuck-yes life. I'm obsessed with helping you thrive in all areas of your life, and if that vibes with you, welcome. I'm so, so, so happy you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my nice, quiet office, or in my nice, quiet office. I'm not walking today, (laughs) so you might hear some stuff outside my window, but you're not going to hear cars. (laughs) Hopefully not. I'm on the third floor, and that would be a huge problem. (laughs) Okay, today's episode is one that I'm really, really, really excited to bring to you because it is a concept that will change the trajectory of your life, that will allow you to act as if your desires are already here, and allow you to really manifest quickly, like manifest what you want, call in what you want, create what you want really fucking quickly. So... I have three kind of teachings that I'm going to tell you guys today, and I'm going to teach you guys today, and then I'm going to give you three stories of how this is applying to my life because I like to be open with you guys, and I like to give anecdotes because it usually relates to you guys, or it really just gives you permission to realize that, like, I'm just a regular fucking human, (laughs) and we are basically the same. Um, and the topics I teach aren't above you and there's something that you can implement right now. I feel like when you hear people talk about like lessons and they're like, yeah, I was struggling with money. You like, and they don't actually tell you what that number was. It doesn't really make it real. And you're just like, okay, well, your struggle was definitely less, you know, of a struggle than where I am. I'm definitely at a way worse place. And so it makes their teachings less like relatable to you. And so although today we're not really talking about money, although like we always kind of are, um, I wanted to really help you ground into uh, the teachings and realize that I'm probably not that, not as far along as you might like have me on this pedestal because there's no fucking pedestals. Okay, so today's topic is tell the universe what you want and make it happen right now. So this is a topic for a few reasons. Oh, wait, hold on. I have something else I want to add. I'm going to teach four things. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Okay, cool. We're back. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this is a topic for a few reasons, but the main reason is because right now in my life, I'm in such a beautiful place of seeing all my manifestations come true and seeing the things that I've been working for, for years, actually finally take place in so many ways. And I just want to bring you guys this energy and let you guys know what the shifts are that I have made, that I've made previously as well, but that I'm making again in my life that has allowed my manifestations to really come true. Okay, so the first thing is setting boundaries. Now, before you hop off and you're like, I know I need to set boundaries, or you're like, I don't even fucking know what that is, whatever you're talking about, Johnny, move on. (laughs) The thing is, is that you tell the world, you tell the world how to treat you. You tell the universe what you expect. 
you teach other people how to treat you. And if you're not setting boundaries around what you're allowing and what you're not allowing in your life, and you're just kind of like going about life and letting things happen, you're not creating your reality. You're just letting it happen. And like, of course, you're always creating your reality, but you're not creating in a way that you want. So an example of this is my husband uh, does a lot of stuff with real estate. And recently he had uh, a closing on Wednesday for one of the houses that he was um, working with. And the person who was supposed to be closing ended up not closing and then kind of just let him know like, oh, um, I don't know if I have the right buyer for this. You know, I'm trying to still figure this out. Can you give me until next week? Blah, blah, blah. And like he was banking on that money. We kind of needed that money. And like if you say you're going to do something, we expect you to follow through with it, right? Even if it's not just like a fair thing, like, oh, that's unfair that you did that. It's just like a... You sign a contract, you agree to do something, you do it and you show up for it. And when that's your expectation and that's your boundary and you tell people, hey, when you don't follow through with that, you're not allowed in my life, like I'm not going to continue doing business with you, like you're basically setting that boundary. And so this morning he just felt really, really, really down about it. And he's like, I don't know if this closing is going to happen. Like I feel really ugh about it. It's getting me down. And I was just like, well, have you talked to the dude? Have you told the dude like, hey, if you don't, close on this house I can't trust you moving forward because that's just the truth you know if you don't follow through with your word I can't trust you and I don't do business with people who I who I don't trust and like he's working on another house with this dude as well and it's supposed to close as well and you know I was like listen I would tell the dude that if you're not if he's not going to close on this house then you're going to have to look for other people for both of the houses that that you're trying to close with him on and he's going to lose that house and he's just like oh I didn't think about that whatever And it's just like, you know, he could have sat back and just been like, okay, if the dude closes, whatever. If he closes on the next house, whatever. Like, you know, I want this money or I'm desperate for this money or whatever. Whatever happens, sure. Um, Or he can stand his fucking ground and say, hey, I don't do business with people who do this. Right? I only do business with people who follow through on their commitments. And if you don't follow through on your commitment, I will not work with you in the future. You know, it's not being mean it's just saying this is what I expect this is the people who I allow in my world and if you don't fit that mold cool move on right and you can do this anywhere you can do this with family members you know I have a family member who literally doesn't talk to me because I tell her you can't criticize me (laughs) she's lived her entire life just criticizing other people and telling them what they should do and you know, when you're coming at me and you're really fucking negative and you're really offensive to me and you're saying really mean things, like, I used to just take it growing up. I used to just be like, whatever, like, that's just the way she is. I should love her for who she is. And I do, but it doesn't mean I'm going to allow you to be in my life. And so I let her know, hey, if you, um, if you're not going to talk to me nicely or have a constructive conversation about our, you know, uh, opposing beliefs, then I, you know, I'm not going to speak with you. So when you have something nice to say or when you want to actually have a conversation with me and respect my decisions, then I will allow you into my life. And she was like, cool, I have nothing to say to you. And we really haven't spoken since. She doesn't wish me happy birthday. She doesn't, you know, she ignores anything that I post. We have like a family group chat. She just ignores anything I post. And so I do the same because I'm not going to sit here and overstep my boundaries and be like, okay, well, I'm the one who's wrong for saying this. You know, of course I love her. Of course I know she's going to die one day. And of course I know that I wish that I would have had a better relationship with her, but I can't force her to have that relationship with me. I can only state what I expect, 
right? So my question to you around this is, are you actually telling the world how to treat you, telling people how to treat you? Are you actually standing up for yourself and what you desire? Or are you just letting things kind of happen and then, you know, being like, okay, well, I'll just hide from that. Or I guess that's just the way it is, right? In any, in any area, business, relationships, whatever. Because if you don't speak up, people don't know. And when it comes to boundaries, I think it's really important to realize that nobody's trying, very few people are trying to maliciously be an asshole. And so when you set a boundary, it's important not to blame people for things. It's not, it's important to not, to not say like, hey, you know, you did this and you meant this and uh, this is what you made me feel. Instead, you need to do this. Like, that's not really going to be helpful. Like, your feelings are your feelings. Nobody caused your feelings. It's your reaction to it. And it's a hard concept to grasp, especially in the moment when you might be hurt by something. But typically, when you're hurt by something, you're just triggered by something. And you're projecting it onto the current experience. And so I'm not saying that things in life aren't hurtful. But what's hurtful to you may not be hurtful to somebody else. And that's just because of years of just experiences in life you know and that's okay you can you can be as sensitive as you need to be and as you are i'm not saying don't be sensitive but realize that most humans in the world even this family member that i've had to set a boundary around like she's not coming at me like i'm going to be a fucking asshole to jamini i'm going to say this to her like <laughs> you know i hope i fucking hurt her today you know she's just being herself and it just doesn't vibe with me it vibes with so many other people and that's totally cool and so you have to give people the chance to respect your boundaries to know your boundaries and to hear where you're coming from and you know instead you can phrase it like hey when you do this I feel this and I know you might not mean it and instead it would be helpful if you phrased it this way or it would be helpful if you um you know, talked in this way, or instead of, you know, if you don't, if you have nothing to say around this topic, that would be amazing, um, but if you do, please don't share it with me, you know, and just really owning your space and inviting people into that space versus pushing people out, right, so for the example with Joe and the person he was doing business with, he could have just been like, yo, dude, fuck off, like, I, I, I don't do this, suck a dick, I'm moving on with my life, you lost both the houses, peace, Instead, it's like, hey, I need you to follow through on this commitment because it's been X amount of time and I don't do business like this. So I need you to know that if you don't follow through with this, you know, this is going to be the consequence. And you're allowed to say that and people are allowed to get mad as well, you know, and that person has to be a big enough person to be like, oh, okay, this doesn't mean anything about me. This is just what they want in their life. And it's either I conform to it and I treat them the way that they want to be treated because I love them or I value this relationship or I don't value this relationship and I move on. And that's okay. That is fucking okay. <laughs> because when it comes to manifestation, if you're not saying yes or no to things and you're just letting things be, you're just allowing everything to be. <laughs> and you're not cultivating a reality that feels really good for you so setting boundaries super important in all areas of your life and yes it's a practice yes you might feel like an asshole for a little while and you might you're probably going to question it 75,000 times but any relationship you have in your life you deserve to feel safe in it and um t taking acknowledgement of your own feelings and <clears throat> 
asking for what you need and what you want. And if that person isn't receptive to it and that person isn't respectful of it and that person isn't like, holy shit, that wasn't my intention. I see how you could feel that way. And I'm really sorry that I, you know, that my actions hurt you going forward. I'll do this. Like then that person can't be in your life. They're not emotionally uh, aware or strong enough or have done enough work on themselves to do that and do you really want that person in your life you know what I mean and the answer might be yes and you could also just I have certain people in my life where I'm just like oh you're kind of like a bulldozer but I love you so much and you know this is going to take a lot more work than just setting one or two boundaries like it's a constant reminder with you you know, and so you can also have those people as well, but there has to be a tolerance that you allow in your life. If not, you're just going to attract more of it because that's what you're telling the universe you are available for. And that's what you physically are available for, right? Okay. So lesson number two of the day in telling the universe what you want. Um, you can't wait until you get somewhere to enjoy what you have. So typically, or recently, this topic has been coming up because yesterday, um, Joe and I decorated our house a lot more. We, we live in an apartment. We live in an apartment complex that we rent from, and um, we just move a lot. <laughs> We've moved so much, and we really have shied away from putting in a ton of effort into our spaces because, you know, it's not, it's not a house we own, or it's not somewhere we're going to stay for 10 years, or you know, it's not the, you know, massive mansion, even though I really don't think I want to live in a massive mansion because it's just who needs that. But if you do cool right now, I'm going back and forth between it. But like, you know, it's not the ultimate house we would want to live in. And so we've just been like, oh, you know, maybe when we'll move again, that'll be the place. Or when we get a house, then we'll allow ourselves to enjoy, you know, our, our surroundings and we'll decorate it the way we want. And we just re-signed, well, actually, we have to re-sign the lease. We still have to. But, like, we're re-signing our lease here in the apartment complex. And, you know, we're going to stay here for another, I don't know, whatever it is, 15 months that we're re-signing for. I'm like, holy shit, like, I don't want to wait another 15 months until we get a house, which one of our goals is to get a house. But whether it's an investment property or it's, um, you know, the house we're going to live in, I don't really know. We haven't really figured that out yet. But... Regardless, we're looking to get a house after we move out of here. We would like to be, like, in a forever home after this. And, you know, I'm like, I don't want to wait 15 fucking months, another year and however, three months, to enjoy what we have and to finally feel good when I wake up and feel good when I come home and feel good when I'm working, you know? And how many times do we just allow ourselves to delay enjoying what we have now because we have this idea of oh when it when I get here then I will be able to enjoy things or then I'll put more attention into it and when it comes to manifestation you get what you're a match for so if you envision your health your yourself in this massive mansion or beautiful house or wherever that has all you know plants everywhere and crystals and is a certain color and has a certain vibe and makes you feel a certain way Yes, envisioning it is really important, but getting as close to that reality now as you can is really important. So maybe you don't have the mansion on the beach, or maybe you don't have the tiny house with the mountain views or whatever it is, but maybe you can put plants everywhere, and maybe you can put really, you know, good-smelling things around your house that's not toxic, <laughs> non-toxic fragrance only, <laughs> um, you know, and getting as close to that 
as you can right now is really important because it'll make you feel better about where you are and feeling better about where you are makes you a match for things that actually help you feel better in the future, right? And so maybe there's rooms in your house that you feel really good in. Cool, now work on another room, <laughs> you know? Um, yesterday we uh, hung up like a shelf that we've had for a while that was just kind of a pain in the ass to fucking, it's like this like huge glass shelf that we got custom made for our last house and that we like didn't hang up now because Joe is not really like a handyman type man and we were just really lazy to get somebody else to do it. And so I'm like, listen, it would be really important if, you know, it would be really amazing if we hung this up. So we did that yesterday. And then I put crystals on it and plants and um, an orchid. And I have like a rose box thing with like definitely toxic scented roses. Just let's be real. <laughs> um, you know, and like these things above it. And just walking into here this morning just made me so much fucking happier. And I love my office regardless. But it's like these little things make such a big difference. Because obviously I envision my office to be like a badass fucking bitch vibe. Like... You know, I spend a lot of my time in here and I make a lot of money in here and I change a lot of lives in here and having that space is really important. And so knowing that you're deserving of that space now, even if it's not what you ultimately want, but it's as close to what you can get with the income that you have now or a lot of the things we didn't even have to buy, like we just had... Um, lying around or had crystals just like randomly placed throughout the house and then I finally organized them on the whatchamacallit on the shelf and so it's it's like it doesn't have to be this complicated expensive thing but it can just be something where you know I'm sure you have things in your home that haven't been hung up or or uh, walls that haven't been painted or you know whatever so take the time to do that and maybe it's not in decorating your house but maybe it's some something else like your car and keeping that clean or which my car is a wreck I need to keep that clean <laughs> you know it's not like when you get the BMW or when you get the Porsche or when you get the Ferrari then you keep it clean it's like you do that now to show respect for what you have now and therefore you feel better in it right because what happens if you don't keep your car clean I can explain because my car is disgusting right now <laughs> we have hunter paws everywhere and the outside is dirty or whatever it's like you go into the car and it's just like oh this car needs to be fucking cleaned every single time you go into it so what do you focus on instead of the beauty of the bmw i drive or instead of the beauty of um how fast my car is or how you know beautiful it is inside and how much i get to enjoy it i'm now focusing on the negative of how fucking dirty it is and oh my goodness it would be so nice if i could have this oh but it's fine <laughs> we have another year and a half on the lease i'll just give it back dirty as if i'm gonna live in a dirty car for year and a half <laughs> you know we create all these weird fucking scenarios instead of just allowing ourselves to enjoy what we have now so wherever that area is in your life it could even be with your clothing allowing yourself to really enjoy the clothing that you do have now rather than like once I have the really expensive designer things or once I have you know that white shirt with that skirt then I'll you know enjoy it it's like allowing yourself to do that now and really taking advantage of what you have now and in terms of manifestation and calling in abundance and calling in, you know, better things into your life, all of these things that I'm showing you allow you or giving you examples of allow you to feel abundant now because you're like, holy shit, I do have a decent car, even if it's not the one that I, you know, ultimately want or and cleaning it just makes it feel better. Holy shit, my house can feel really good. I know it might not be as big or have exactly what I want but 
wow, it's really beautiful and I get to use each room and each room makes me feel really good or in your closet or your shoes. Like actually using the things you have makes you feel abundant because you're actually going through everything that you've purchased previously and you're like, wow, I do have a lot of stuff, right? And so it helps you shift your mindset and it helps you shift what you're a match for. Okay, the third lesson of this podcast kind of piggybacks off of number two. Number two was don't wait until you get somewhere to enjoy what you have. And number three is don't wait till you get somewhere to enjoy your life and go do the things that you want. (sighs) Life is now. Like, life is happening right now. End of story. And if you're not enjoying where you are now, you will likely have so much more of a difficult time getting to where you want to go. And life doesn't have to be that serious. Like, I get it. I grew up a very serious fucking human on a day-to-day basis. Like, you know, I laugh all day, every day, and I'm also really fucking serious and typically go to, like, the worst-case scenario and, you know, have a lot of walls up still, even though I've done a lot of work. But (sighs) enjoy your fucking life now. Like, I don't know how else to say this, but do it now. Do it now, do it now, do it now. Joe and I started taking off... um, Thursdays and we call it Thursday Thrive Day. If you've been here for a little while and you follow me on social media, you know that's a thing. And we started it because I took off Thursdays last year. Starting, I started to take off Thursdays last year in my business. And so I only work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. I do a little bit of work Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, but it's usually things that don't really feel like work. Like this podcast really doesn't feel like work for me. Um, or writing a blog doesn't feel like work for me, or sometimes like some creative work and planning and visioning like doesn't feel like work to me. It's like when I have coaching calls or when I'm sitting here like, you know, I don't know, adding things to my Thrive membership. And like I have certain things that feel like work for me, you know? And so I started taking off Thursdays and like, then I got bored. I'm like, shit, what am I going to (laughs) do? Like, So every Thursday, like it just kind of became monotonous and I don't know, I just kind of got in this, like, weird funkiness around it, and so I was like, yo, let's both take off Thursdays if you're cool with that, and let's just do things that make us thrive, and then it started to be this whole, like, every Thursday we would wake up, and for the first few Thursdays we were really excited and planning these big days, and then by, and then sometimes we just got really fucking tired, and like, oh, I don't want to do that, and oh, it's too hot today, what are we going to do, and then we just kind of sit home, and maybe go out and do, like, one thing. And so we started putting, um, we started a Thrive bucket where it's just like we put all the different activities like we would want to do like paintballing or hiking or kayaking or trying new restaurants or decorating the house or whatever, playing a game, things like that. So, you know, we can just pull from it and actually just plan our day from them. And that became fun. And then the rest of our weeks kind of felt monotonous. And then I was like, we, you know, we would come, not come home because we're home anyway, but like we would finish work and then we would you know, eat and then clean and then go for a walk with our puppies. And then we would sit on, you know, in the bed and watch TV and then go to bed. And I was like, this is not fucking life, dude. Like, this is not life. And so then this week we started just picking out um, from our Thrive Bucket, like five different activities to do throughout the week. So therefore we went on a picnic earlier in the week. Today we're going to go to Barton Springs, which is like a big pool here in Austin. It's like a natural pool here. Um you know, different things like that that we could that we can do throughout the week. And so the point of me telling you this is that, you know, 
start with one thing, start with maybe one day and make it a date night or something like that. And then allow that to expand. Maybe you allow it to expand with yourself and the things that you do throughout the week. Maybe you create some sort of thrive jar for yourself or, you know, whatever feels good for you. But you have to make the intention to actually go enjoy yourself and not just get stuck in a day-to-day of working, working out, eating, you know, taking care of your animals or whatever. You know, because like, do you want to be 90 and look back at your life and be like, wow, I'm so glad I stayed inside the whole day. I'm so glad that when I was so worried about money, all I did was sit there and compare myself on Instagram or, you know, take a soul-sucking job. Like, do you really want that to be your life? You know, and you have to act out of what you do want. You have to tell the universe what you do want and then you will get there, right? But if you're just like, oh, I'll enjoy my life when I have a six-figure business or when I have a seven-figure business or I'll enjoy my life when I have more money in the bank account versus saying, well, what can I do now? You know, sometimes we just sit there in fucking color. Sometimes, like, we go to the complex pool today. Um, We didn't actually have this plan, but like I told you, we're going to Barton Springs. I woke up today, and, like, he kind of had that weirdness in the morning that's luckily now resolved. But, you know, I was just like, oh, I don't really want to go to the gym. I'm not really feeling that, like, push, push, push energy. And, you know, we both have a few hours before we have calls later on this afternoon. So I was like, would you be open to skipping the gym and going to Barton Springs? And so we're doing that. Right, So it's like you have to force yourself to go and be active. The people's lives who you admire, whether it's on, uh, I don't know, um, you know, Instagram, social media, YouTube, people who just seem like they have interesting lives who are doing all the things that you wish you could do, like you can do that as well. You might not be able to do a luxury resort right now, but you can do something. You know, you might, you might have kids, so you might have to adapt some things, but do it. <laughs> don't fucking not do it because that doesn't feel good and that's not going to help you tell the universe what you do want you see when you're actually enjoying your life now and you're going out and having all of these activities that you're getting done and that just raises your vibration because you allow yourself to feel fucking good in your body in your life right now with the money that you have right now you attract more of the things that you do want okay the last teaching i have for you kind of piggybacks off of number one i didn't really intend for that but as you saw in the beginning of this podcast i had another thing i wanted to share so number one was setting boundaries and number four is you don't have to let everyone into your life and you can be as selective as you want in my adult life it's been really hard for me to make friends it's been really hard for me to vibe with people it's been really hard for me to you know have people around me that I fully trust, that I fully can be myself around, that I really like, like wholeheartedly like. <laughs> and this kind of may seem like an asshole statement, but it, it I'm very, very selective with who I like, like extremely selective. It's not a choice. It's not like a conscious thing. It's just like a nine out of 10 people that I meet like, sure, they're, they're great. They're great humans. Like, I see how beautiful they are. I respect them. I love them for who they are. But it's not people that I want fully around me all of the time. Like, it's very, very selective. It's also one of the reasons why I'm, I'm only doing um, one-on-one coaching by invitation. Um, right now, you can book one-on-one sessions with me, but... Um, to have like a full-blown one-on-one container with me for multiple months where I'm in your life and your business and your health continuously, like it's, it's going to be by invitation only. So that's why I'm no longer really promoting it like that. So, um, it's not to like put anybody down or anything like that. It's that 
in order for me to fully be as helpful as I can as a coach or be as loving as I can as a human or be as dedicated and value our relationship, it's that I have to fully wholeheartedly like love being around you. And I'm very selective with that. It's just always been a thing. And so this past week, I've, I've been teetering with joining a specific mastermind and I haven't been in a group in a while um, or like a close group in a while where we meet continuously. I've taken group programs, but um, yeah, I haven't been in a, in a group coaching container like that in a while where like, you know, I kind of have to talk to everybody else because it's just, I don't really have a lot of energy to give. And if I give energy, it has to be true energy. I, I don't fake, you know, giving a fuck or fake caring. And so I was having a talk with one of the coaches and I was like, yeah, I really vibe with the people for the most part. There's some people I don't, I don't like, but um, I really vibe with most of the people that you bring around and that really is important to me. And so, you know, I just want to have a conversation around how important it is for me because if you just start accepting anyone into the group or people who like, you know, wouldn't vibe with the current people in the group, like that really, you know, is, is something that would turn me off and it's kind of a requirement for me to come into the program and, you know, I was like, you know, you're the most amazing human, like literally everyone fucking loves her and she really just loves everybody. And it's, it's genuine, which makes it so beautiful. But, you know, I was like, I'm just not like that. And she's like, listen, like you're an amazing fucking human, but you're just more selective and that's totally fucking fine. And so regardless of if you resonate with being that person who just, you know, inherently loves everybody and, you know, really just gets along with everybody and can be around anybody, cool. But if you're that person who really has high standards or um, more selective standards, I guess maybe not high is the word, but you know what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to put anybody down with how they choose to act. But if you're more like me where, you know, you'd rather stay home than go out in a group of people, (laughs) unless that group of people like really fucking lights you up, like, you know, honor that. You don't have to be anybody who you're not, you know, and if you just... If you allow yourself to overstep that boundary of what you need and how you like to act in the world and who you like to surround yourself with, what you're telling the universe is that that's what you're a match for. You know, in in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I really want client or I really want clients or friends who check these boxes and who really vibe with me on these levels and who act like this and who think like this. But yet when you go out, you're settling to be around people who don't check those boxes And, you know, maybe like positive people and these people are just really fucking negative and complain about inflation and the gas prices and work and this and that. You know, it's like you tell the universe what you're a match for and then you get more of that. And so recently I've been really just honoring the fact that I'm just more selective. And if I've ever worked with you or ever talk with you, um, whether it's in the DMs or on a coaching call or as a friend, like I genuinely like you and I don't just talk to people to sell them or because you're a lead of mine and I hope that you pay me. Like I talk to you because I genuinely like you. If I didn't genuinely like you, I wouldn't talk to you. (laughs) And so, you know, just allowing that to happen has caused me to call in the most fucking aligned clients and that's felt really good. And it's also allowed me to get closer to the people who I really vibe with and who I really want around me. And so when you say no to things that actually feel like a no, and then you say yes to the things that actually feel like a yes, you call more of that in. Would it be an easier process if you just let everyone in and you had a ton of friends? Sure, but if that doesn't light you up and you're not 
you know, if it's not a fuck yes for you and that's not the way you want to act, you're not one of those people, then you get to also cultivate a reality that allows you to have people around you that are so fucking close to you, that really vibe with you on all levels, and it's all because you said no to the people who were a no and a yes to people who you say yes to or who were a yes to you. And so moral of the story today is tell the universe what you want. Say yes to the things that are a fuck yes and say no to the things that are a fuck no. Um, allow yourself to change your mind 35,000 fucking times. <laughs> take ownership of your life. Take ownership of your feelings. Take ownership of your actions. And everything else will fall into place. But get clear on what you want. Do not stop until you get there. And create the boundaries around what's a yes and what's a no. And just stick to them. Stick to them. Stick to them. Whether it's a job and you're like, I'm done getting paid this amount. Cool. Keep looking until there's something else or fucking create it. I chose to create it. Most people in the world just choose to create it. Um, sorry, I dropped my crystal that I hold. <laughs> Most people choose to create it. Um, if you're done with people who treat you a certain way, cool, be done with them. Set the boundaries. Start saying yes and start saying no. Ask for what you want. Um, all of the things. If you're done with feeling a certain way in your body or looking a certain way, fucking change it. And don't stop until you get there. Surround yourself with everything that's a fuck yes around how you actually want to feel. And enjoy your life now. Go and do the things now. Um, go to the fucking cafes and work from the cafes now. Take a Friday morning off like I am and go to fucking Barton Springs or, you know, your version of whatever is going to make you really happy this morning. And just go and do that because the to-do list, the tasks will always be there. The sucky fucking jobs will always be there. You know, you always heard... Let me talk about the time I gave up being a dietitian and um, personal trainer and working for other people. The thing that kept me going was like, Johnny, if you want to go back, you can. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> You'll still be a dietitian. Now I'm not, but I used to. I still have my certification, you know, a few years ago. And yeah, you know, I was like, I could get a personal training certification again if I want. You can always go and do that. But don't say yes to it if it's not a fuck yes. Give yourself this chance to actually cultivate what you do want. And that is my message to you this morning. Because if you do not do that, you will not fucking thrive. With that being said, I love you. I'm going to finish eating the rest of my avocado toast. I've been like pausing this uh, podcast so I can eat my avocado toast with eggs. And then I'm going to go to Barton Springs. Um, I'll probably share that with you guys on Instagram so you'll see it. And uh, then I'm going to come back and do some work later on. I love you guys. Thank you for being here this week with me. If any of my content this week served you, whether it is um, this podcast or whether it is one of my blogs or emails or courses or just my existence, it means the world to me if you would let me know that. Um, so I know what you guys like, so I um, know that I'm making an impact in your life, whether you ever pay me or not. I love you, and I will see you soon.